episode number 60. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor-Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. So in last week's episode, I spoke about the last retreat that I led and how there was a story to share with you that happened just when the retreat ended. I'm going to share that story with you today. But before I do, I just want to remind you that the next Getting Unstuck Challenge is going to be starting on Sunday, June 24th, and I'm going to leave a link for you to join in the show notes. In addition to the challenge, I am going to be offering a free webinar on Wednesday, June 27th. And this webinar is going to be about the four things you need in order to get unstuck. This webinar is not about the stuck method per se, but rather the things that you need to know even before you start processing through a stuck story. This webinar is free and only open to the first 100 participants. So if you'd like to join, I will also leave that link to the webinar in the show notes. Okay, so what happened after the retreat? Well, at the end of the retreat, the participants placed their payment for the retreat in envelopes, which were collected by the retreat assistant. Once all of the participants left, and once I cleaned up the retreat space, and I gathered my belongings, I also went home. And of course, I took the envelopes with me. One of the first things I like to do once a retreat is complete, is I like to turn my computer on and write out my receipts, which I do electronically. I like to just get it out of the way. But I returned home late that night, and I decided to do that work the next day. Yet when I went into my accounting system to write out those electronic receipts, something was going wrong in the system. Like it wasn't allowing me to move forward with entering in the checks, and I didn't know what to do. So I called my husband, since this is the system that he uses for his work. But when I asked him if he could help, he told me he was busy, and could he help me later in the day? And while I really just wanted to be done with this, so that I could also deposit the checks. I also didn't want to stress him out, and it really wasn't a big deal if we waited, so I said okay. But when I asked him later that day to sit with me, he then said he was tired, and could we do it tomorrow, like first thing in the morning? Okay, fine. So the next morning, before my husband left for work, I asked him to come to my computer and help me, because he said he would, but this time he said he was running late, and could we do it later when he comes home? And by then I was getting frustrated because, I mean, I told him it would probably only take a minute of his time. And obviously I was doing something wrong. And he responded, but I'm late and I have to go. And this is not important. I mean, you can do this a week from now. There's no urgency. (sighs) I mean, yes, technically he was right. But at the same time, I just wanted to be done with this. So finally, after sitting on him a little bit, he did come to the computer to see what was going wrong. And he realized 
that what I needed to do was write to customer support. There was some sort of glitch, and he couldn't take care of it, and only they could. So fine. So I wrote to them. This was already on a Friday, almost a week after the retreat ended. And I knew I wasn't going to get a response until after the weekend. And a couple of days later, I got the email response. They told me what was going on. They fixed it. And now I was ready to start entering in the checks. Yes, it was a week later than planned, but fine, better late than never, right? But the problem was, I couldn't find the envelopes. (laughs) I mean, the whole time they were in the drawer of my desk. But when I went to enter them into the system, they weren't there. That's really strange, I thought to myself, because I'm actually pretty organized with my work stuff. My office is very clean and it's orderly and all of my computer files are organized really well and my desk drawer is not cluttered. And anyway, it was just weird. Like where in the world could they have gone? So I picked up my laptop thinking perhaps the envelopes slid underneath the laptop, but they weren't there. And I looked under my plants in my office. Why the heck would they be under my plants? But I couldn't think of where else would they have gone. But of course, they weren't there either. I looked all around my office, which is a relatively small room, and I was completely dumbfounded. I looked twice in the drawer, three times, four times, thinking each time I would find it that time. But they were nowhere to be found. Then I just started looking around my house. My husband noticed me and he asked, what was I doing? I told him I couldn't find the envelopes with all the checks. And I told him it was really weird. And where could they be? And did he see them? He said he didn't. I was getting really anxious. And he told me to relax because the worst thing would be if I don't find them is that I would just contact all the participants and tell them the situation and ask them to write new checks. I mean, how embarrassing would that be? And like, that was not going to happen. So I kept looking. At some point, I just calmed myself down by saying, they'll show up. And so I gave up for a day and I started again the next day. But even the next day, I couldn't find them. And that's when I realized... This was all my husband's fault. (laughs) Like totally his fault. Because if he had helped me the first time I had asked for help, there would have been no delay. And then the envelopes wouldn't have been misplaced. It was so clear to me that it was his fault. I started to get really upset at him. Like, how does he get away with such things? How can he just like choose to help me when it suits him, when I really needed him, and now I'm in this bad spot because of him. He was home having breakfast when I suddenly had this revelation that he is to blame. I lost those checks because of my husband. It was clear as day. I certainly don't lose checks. That's not something that I do, like ever. My kids, yes, they lose their shoes all the time. And my husband, yes, he loses his cell phone like three times a day. But me, I put everything where everything belongs always. I lose nothing. And now the checks are gone. This was totally not my fault. But I caught myself stuck on certainty that this was the case. When I 
couldn't be 100% sure that it was. So S, I took a step. I sat in my office, I closed my eyes, and I just focused on my breath for a few seconds. T, I told myself I was stuck on certainty, I was stuck on frustration, and I was stuck on annoyance. U, I uncovered my beliefs. I believed I never lose things. No, (laughs) that is not 100% accurate. I believed this is all my husband's fault. Nope, I couldn't be sure that that's true. I believed the checks were lost and that I would need to write a pathetic email to all of the participants asking for new checks. No, I also wasn't sure that was going to happen. I believed these things happened between me and my husband all of the time. No, they don't happen all the time. I believed this was his fault. Nope, I couldn't be convinced of that. I believed had I dealt with this earlier in the week, I wouldn't have lost the envelopes. Not necessarily. I believe my husband owes me an apology. Why do I think that? I don't even know if this was his fault. So I couldn't be sure that any of those beliefs were right. So see, I considered other perspectives. I considered that my husband helped me when he was able to. I considered being grateful for his help. I considered the envelopes would show up. I considered maybe it wasn't his fault. I considered maybe the cleaner threw the envelopes away by accident. I considered maybe I threw the envelopes away by accident. I considered maybe I misplaced them. I considered blaming my husband wouldn't help either of us. I considered waiting before I started blaming. So I didn't blame him, even though I really wanted to, and even though that is my tendency for basically like anything that goes wrong in my life, I tend to blame my husband. It's a pretty bad habit, and I'm aware of it. (laughs) And awareness is the first key to getting unstuck. So I did not go down that path. I considered that I threw the checks out. So I looked in all the garbage cans and found nothing. I considered that maybe I misplaced them, but I couldn't even figure out where to begin looking. I mean, where would I put them? And as I was trying to solve this mystery, I heard my husband ask one of my sons if he saw a bunch of envelopes. And I heard my son, he's like, yeah, I saw envelopes on the desk in the kitchen. A minute later, my husband comes into my office asking if these were what I was looking for. Yes, the envelopes, where were they? Sitting on the desk. Avichai said he saw them sitting there. What? Oh my, thank you, thank you. Yes, wow, thank you for asking him. That was so nice of you. How did, oh, I bet while I was waiting for your help, I had them in my hands and I must have put them down when I got something to eat and then I just left them there. I don't even remember doing that, but I guess that's what happened. I said this out loud. Wow, what a relief that was. And I gave my husband a hug and I acknowledged myself for holding back on blaming him. And I also, Kay, held myself in compassion for having gotten stuck on certainty and stuck on frustration and stuck on annoyance in the first place. My friends, I'd like to ask you, 
And I want you to be honest with me for a minute. Is there someone in your life or something in your life that you tend to blame for your unhappiness? I think it is so much easier to blame others for our unhappiness than it is to look at our own behavior. There is a certain relief that we get when we blame others. I mean, look how easy it is to blame our parents for the way we are in our lives, right? And by the way, when I say blame others, this can also be said for groups and peoples and countries, not just individuals, right? It's just so much easier for the human mind to accuse someone else for your own situation. Because basically, when we do that, we remove all responsibility for who we are, for how we show up in this world, for our actions. When we place the blame on others, we really have little work to do on our own because all of the work is placed on the other person, even if the other person never welcomes that invitation. I'm certainly not saying that bad things don't happen to each of us. Of course they do. Situations from childhood or a spouse that changes over time in a way that doesn't sit well with you, or people that move in next door that you would never in your wildest dreams want as neighbors, or even just plain genetics, right? We were all at some point or another delivered packages in this world that maybe we wouldn't necessarily choose. But that's one of the 10 principles for getting unstuck, which I speak about in my course. We don't get to choose all of those things that happen in our lives outside of us. What we can choose is our response to them. So here I am freaking out that I can't find this bunch of envelopes and I'm ready to blame my husband because why not? I need someone to blame because it feels better to blame someone else. And I want to challenge you right now and I want to ask you, is there someone in your life that you tend to blame? And does blaming really serve you? I mean, it may feel good in the moment, but does it really serve the relationship? Does it serve you as a person? And rather than blaming, could you consider waiting before you blame? And just have that space between the thought of blaming someone and actually doing the blaming so that you can see if that action of blaming is really what you want to do. Is that really going to help you evolve into the best person you can be in this world by blaming someone else. It's just something to think about. So with that challenge, I would like to remind you about the next Getting Unstuck Challenge coming up on Sunday, June 24th, and the webinar on the four things you need to know in order to get unstuck on Wednesday, June 27th. Both invitations are in the show notes below. I really hope you choose to join me. That's it for this week's episode. I thank you for tuning in. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. 
For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.thestuckmethod.com.